Hi, and welcome to the Red Book Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Kramer Kay. With the hectic pace of our modern lives, it's easy to lose our balance, our checkbook balance, the balance on the bathroom scale, our work-life balance. If that sounds familiar, keep listening. Today, we're taking on some of Red Book Reader's toughest lifestyle questions with the help of our advice guru, Karen Carbo. Be sure to stick around till the end of the podcast to find out how you can submit your own burning questions to Karen. A reader in North Carolina wants to know how to help a family member eat a more balanced diet and pass healthy habits on to her kids. She writes, My stepdaughter has fought her weight for years and, since having kids, has become obese. She drinks a 12-pack of cola a day and keeps lots of candy at home. She has said, in front of her kids, I don't like vegetables. The kids aren't overweight but are obsessed with having dessert, and the middle 7-year-old girl already says she's dieting. The 9-year-old has been on laxatives since he was a baby. His doctor put him on them. But if he ate right, he wouldn't need them as I see it. Suggesting a healthy diet for him or telling his mother that she shouldn't drink so much soda hasn't helped. I worry about her and her kids. What can her dad and I do or say to help them be healthier? Here's what Karen had to say about this diet dilemma. I wish I could tell you that if you sat your stepdaughter down and listed everything that was wrong with her diet and the way she's raising her kids to think about food, she'd see the light. But as you've observed, it doesn't work that way. The best... An only thing you can do now is to set a good example about eating when you're around her children. Kids tend to be intrigued about how food is handled in others' homes. My daughter, who's now 16, still remembers the time she stayed with her grandparents for two weeks when she was in third grade and how her grandma gave her two types of fruit for lunch and no cookies and how they had strawberry yogurt for dessert. So try inviting them all over regularly for Sunday dinner or offer to take the kids for the weekend now and then, or have a standing lunch date. Anything that exposes them to your, presumably, healthy eating habits. As for your stepdaughter, perhaps the best strategy is to accept her the way she is. Just let her behavior go and try to enjoy your relationship with her. If you stop focusing on her eating habits now, the day may come when she's feeling supported and confident enough to change her ways, which is something only she can do for herself. Next up, a reader in Utah seeks life balance and a better handle on her emotions. She asks, I'm a divorced mother of two who's going to school full-time, working full-time, and getting married in two months. I've been juggling everything pretty well. I drink lots of coffee and don't sleep much. The real problem began about three weeks ago. My ex-husband is now fighting me for custody of our kids. I'm not worried that he'll gain custody, but I'm worried about the impact this situation will have on my children. With all this going on, I've gotten very emotional. I'm quick to get angry with my fiancé, and then we fight. He's being understanding, but I know everyone has a breaking point. How can I balance my life and get my emotions under control? Karen's got a plan of action. She counsels. Good news. You've realized that something's got to give. So many of us think, oh, sleep is really overrated, or who says you have to eat every day? When it comes to taking care of yourself, realizing your limits gets you halfway there. Part of achieving a balanced life is figuring out what you can and cannot take. Another thing to know about balance is that it's an ongoing project. 
What seems balanced today may seem out of balance tomorrow. Keeping that in mind, evaluate all of your activities with an eye toward cutting out everything that's not essential, at least until after the wedding. The less pressure you feel, the more breathing room you'll find, and the easier it will be to manage your emotions. Start with work. Could you cut back on your hours for the next several months? Or are there projects you could share with someone else? In terms of your kids, could your mom, sister, or friend watch them for a few hours a week? Can they help with the wedding? In other words, can you move anything off of your plate? The custody issue is hugely stressful, but realize that it won't go on forever. The judge or mediator will make a decision eventually. Let the process take its course, focus on your kids, and let the lawyers do their jobs. You do have a lawyer, right? Your immediate goals are more downtime, more sleep, and less caffeine. I worship at the altar of coffee myself, but too much of it causes nervousness and anxiousness and other jangly states that can lead directly to tears, as well as to arguments with understanding fiancés. Curb the caffeine, but keep the questions coming, handbook listeners. If you have a dilemma and want advice for Karen, you can write to her at Karen Carbo, that's K-A-R-B-O, at redbookmag.com. Thanks for downloading today's podcast.